Coming up, helping your son or daughter who has an attention deficit disorder. Welcome, everyone, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on Aish.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this is the place where each week a well-known Torah scholar drops by for a visit and shares important insights from the Torah that will make home life better. And this week, my guest is Rabbi David Orlovsky, an internationally renowned speaker whose lectures have inspired thousands of people for over 30 years. And this week, we're speaking about being great parents of a child or children who've been diagnosed with an attention deficit disorder. A health professional can best advise you on how to use behavior strategies, medication, or a combination of the two. So when it comes to life at home, I've asked Rabbi Orlovsky to speak from his experiences advising parents who have children with either of these conditions on what parenting techniques are helpful and not helpful. And by the way, you can visit the website rabbiorlovsky.com, which features Rabbi Orlovsky's terrific original weekly podcast, as well as articles, ebooks, audio and video classes, and details of his upcoming speaking engagements. And for more information and to contact Rabbi Orlovsky about speaking in your community, visit rabbiorlovsky.com. That's R-A-B-B-I-O-R-L-O-F-S-K-Y.com. Welcome back to At Home in Jerusalem, Rabbi David Orlovsky. Thank you, a pleasure. Every parent wants their child and children to lead successful, happy lives. So before we get into what strategies are helpful, what are some mistakes that parents make that should be avoided as they raise their children who have been diagnosed with ADD or ADHD? Wanting to raise children to be successful. (laughs) (laughs) Because the devil's always in the details. Mm -hmm. What is your definition of successful? So what we have done is now narrowed the scope of what is considered successful. We have built a board with only square holes in it. And if you are a square peg, you fit nicely into the role that we give you in society. Mm -hmm. But Huckleberry Finn, he had ADHD and he was an explorer. A lot of the explorers, if you read their lives, they all had ADHD. They were active. They wanted to go out. They wanted to do things. They weren't meant to sit in a a classroom. Okay, so Richard Burton, the explorer, you know, he spoke hundreds of languages. He was more of the scholar type. Fine. But there were plenty of people who were just rough and tumble who went out to build things in this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember a comedian once said, I I joined the army when I... uh, Uh, when I finished school because the dropouts had all the jobs, you know. (laughs) So we have this idea of how things go. Now, this is a particularly sensitive topic for me because I have ADD. I didn't know it when I was growing up. You know, if you look at my report cards, you'll see every comment that says, smart but doesn't try, smart but doesn't care, smart but doesn't pay attention. Of course not because I was wondering. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, and I, whenever I speak, I point out that I have ADD, and it's one of the reasons I became such a fascinating speaker, because <laughs> I can move seamlessly from topic to topic and not even realize it. And one fellow who today is a Rosh Hashiva, he's a head of a yeshiva, and he says to me, you should be happy. I had ADHD. We were the kids who got beaten. Oh, they used to just stick you kids in the back of the room, and you would just space out. And it's very hard for me to focus, because I'm in all kinds of different places at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the, the fact is, though, that everything is a trade-off. So everything that we call a disability is also comes with gifts along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a famous mathematician who is 
math dyslexic, but wow. he understands the concept so beautifully, you know? So yeah, you, you, we, we expect everybody to fit nicely into right. a little square box. And that's where the parents fail because I want my kid to get up, go to school like everybody else, get top marks, do this and do everything that everyone else does. Mm. And that's a mistake because what makes a society is a variety of people with different abilities and, and uh, talents. And if you appreciate that this kid is going to be more of a creative type and mm -hmm, less mm -hmm. of an intellectual, appreciate that mm -hmm. and embrace that. And don't try to fit this kid into a square. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. That's a game changer. That's a game changer already. I, hope so. I'm, I know what I'm talking about <laughs> I was a failure. <laughs> oh you know, people with an attention deficit disorder, by definition, are challenged when it comes to paying attention and staying focused. So, I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I'll tell you what most mental health professionals say. They, they advise parents to simplify and organize their child's life, to limit distractions, and also to make a routine for their child to stick to every day. So what do you say about this kind of idea to bring as much order as possible to their daily lives, to the daily lives? Of a, of a child within the attention. underlying principle is obvious the Talmud says if you see a student who's not being successful you have to massage him you have to organize him that's for sure true and there are there are people who uh, try to teach or try to give up ideas and they don't do it well they don't do it well mm. everything is a hodgepodge and you hope that the kid is going to work it out but uh, the unfortunate reality is that in the 1950s they told teachers to put um, to put their classes in eight minute intervals because a kid could not concentrate for more than eight minutes because that was the amount of time in between commercials. So oh, kids learned to concentrate in eight minute intervals. Hmm. Today, a kid has a cell phone, forget about it. He's on this game, he's on that thing. His mind is all over the place to try to be able to, it's, it's like when you go, so when I grew up, so we had a black and white television with six channels and that was challenging. Mm -hmm. Today, a kid has a, uh, television with 300 channels right. besides all of the, the things on the internet. How does a person concentrate? Most people don't even watch a show. They just watch channels switching as they, as they channel surf through things. To be able to, to concentrate is so hard in today's situation. I always used to say, the number one answer to every question in high school is, what? I'm sorry, what? Oh, always. <laughs> because to get right. somebody's attention is so right. difficult today. You know, it's... You know, it's brilliant now. They put up these billboards that are like televisions. Like people yes. aren't distracted yes. enough when they're driving. They should also watch something <laughs> as they're driving down the road. See how many people we can kill on the road, God forbid. <laughs> you know, to concentrate. And I heard this from Rabbi uh, Dr. David Gottlieb. Um, uh, who, he said, I used to go down to South Africa when they outlawed television. He says, you could not compare a South African student to an American student. They were mm. so way ahead. Mm. He says, and after they introduced television, within a few years, they were on the same level. Wow. Because wow. it's so hard to concentrate with so much outside stimuli. Right, right. It's a good thing the podcast we're speaking on is only 10 minutes long. So. That's right. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's also talk about what might be helpful in terms of a child's physical well-being. Um, that while it's up to the medical professionals, we said, to advise or prescribe medication, parents can help their child set regular sleep patterns and encourage exercise. Do you, what do you think of these activities? Are, are they Biggest useful? Biggest problem is we 
uh, don't get enough sleep as a society. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Adults, children, everybody. Mm -hmm. And I have read studies on this that so many health problems come about because of lack of sleep. The obesity epidemic is because when you stay up too late, your body makes you hungrier than you normally would be so that you'll eat to get the energy to stay awake. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and if people just took more time to sleep... but. You know, it's so difficult, you know, to, there used to be the way God made the world was when the sun went down, you went to bed. That was it. You know, you could light a candle that'll take you only so far. Mm -hmm. Most people worked from dawn to dusk. That's how it worked. And uh, nighttime was for sleeping. And today we've turned the night into day. The town that never sleeps. Right, right. Exactly. Okay. So let's end with just the big picture. What is the mindset? What strategies are helpful for parents over time as they raise their child with ADD or ADHD? For sure. The more that you uh, can organize your home, your children, keep the stimulus to a, a certain level, that's for sure good. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of us, that's almost impossible because my children range in age from 13 to 35. Mm-hmm. So uh, a kid who grows up in a house with older children, you know, there is no bedtime at 7 o'clock mm-hmm. or 8 o'clock mm-hmm. or 9 o'clock or ever, as far as I can <laughs> tell, you know, because when I go to sleep, everyone's still up. Mm-hmm. So it's if, if you can organize that, you know, this is bedtime, we go to sleep, etc. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen certain parents, they always tell the kids, they say, look at me. Okay, I'm talking to you, look at me. You know, mm-hmm. try to focus, put down the phone, yeah. The, the more that I can get people to concentrate, I encourage children to read books, you know, yes. actual books, yeah. and not just look at a screen. The, mm-hmm. the, um, look, the obesity epidemic, one of the things is because we don't do any physical exercise. Mm-hmm. We don't go out. We don't exercise. We don't this. The more people have physical energy and get sleep, you know, the better off they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So the more that we can implement this in our homes, the more successful our children will be. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much, Rabbi David Orlovsky, for speaking with us today about raising children with an attention deficit disorder pleasure. And you can find a variety of perspectives on families who are affected by ADD and ADHD by checking out the many articles available on aish.com. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.